0: Thank you for listening to the Martinis and the Macabre podcast. This show contains graphic content in explicit language and is intended for immature adult audiences. Listener discretion is advised. essential thing what
1: my commute to work is a lot easier now
0: yeah you mentioned that before there's
1: not a whole lot of people out you yeah zip right there man it's, mm-hmm. pretty, it's pretty good except deer they think they're essential well fucking I guess rats. in the
0: grand scheme of things maybe they're not rats
1: rats with hooves and antlers fucking assholes damn near killed one yesterday not out of anger I mean driving like I wasn't like oh these goddamn well, fucking have killed deer. you could have that's the thing too is like i'm not this sounds fucked up like if i if i hit and kill a deer i'll be like ah it happens you know you're gonna have that unlike on a country road so i take a country road to work most days me too and uh i'll be like
0: country highway
1: yeah and i'll be like oh man that sucks but my biggest thing as soon as i hit a deer i'm gonna be like my car Because they could do damage, Mm -hmm. especially if you're going like 60, they will fuck your car up.
0: Yeah, it'll total your car. Yeah. Like I said, if they've got a rack on them and that comes through the windshield, you can die. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was amazed. I was driving home from work the other day because, you know, I work in a different city than where we live and we take the same common highway a lot of the time. And just a whole family of deer just running through a field, which you never see in broad daylight. Yeah. You know, you see them, like, very early morning or when it starts to get dark at night. is when they kind of come out into the more populated areas. They were just, like, chilling, hanging out in a field. Like, four or five of them. It was very strange.
1: I had a, uh, you married an idiot moment.
0: Yeah, that's a daily thing.
1: And I'm driving and... Same country road, you know, that I take to Richmond and, um, somebody has, okay, somebody, okay. Okay. So somebody has a statue in their backyard of Bigfoot to scale of it walking. So me driving, I'm driving. I'm like, I fucking found him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then I drove back and I'm like, I'm looking for that house. I was like, oh my God, he's still there. That's a statue.
0: A well-behaved Bigfoot. <sighs> yeah.
1: Remember that with the dog? <laughs> I could have sworn that was a real thing. I was, I was like, like, man, that's a really well-behaved a dog. Very disciplined dog. It, like, it took it, it took a while. Like, hours later, I'm sitting in a, in the recliner thinking, you know, now that I think. That
0: wasn't a real
1: dog. Now that I think about it, that was a statue of a dog. <laughs>
0: Oh, which? Why do you have a statue of a dog in your yard?
1: I don't know. Could be a memorial. Maybe. Speaking of statues in yards, you know and I noticed that on Tillotson, the guy that had one of the one of the cats taken. Mm-hmm. I drove by the other day. Did you know they have whiskers? No. They have whiskers, and that's kind of off-putting. What the fuck are the whiskers made out of? They're Fishing stone. Line, maybe they're stone statues.
0: Yeah, but if you set the whiskers before it dries,
1: it has, it's weird.
0: I would. I think it'd have to be like some kind of real thin piping or fishing line or something. Yeah, I, don't know. I did not know that though.
1: Yeah, Next that time one really? that
0: got taken couldn't feel with its whiskers.
1: Yeah, I know. They're, they're supposed to feel. They're supposed to use whiskers to know dangers coming. And that was a stupid ass. Then cat. again, it
0: was made of stone, so it's probably like, no, I feel you. My tail. You're taking me.
1: Remember they found the tail. No. You remember they found the tail. <laughs>
0: hmm
1: <laughs> i'm not laughing at that poor guy who has
0: rock cat taken but i'm laughing at the fact that we have two fucking crazy houses in this town we used to have three we used to have the house on the memorial house yeah that all the shit in the yard
1: <gasps> oh my god i saw something amazing i was driving and there's this house that is advertising they sell scarecrows right but I guess they couldn't think of what the name was. Like they couldn't think of the word scarecrows.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So there's a sign that says Yard Dolls. <laughs> 20 yard to 20. Yard Dolls. Yard Dolls, 20 to 25 dollars.
0: <laughs> so they're selling Yard Dolls in March. <laughs> they're, still, they're selling scarecrows and they're calling them Yard Dolls.
1: <laughs> wow. that's great. I never would have thought to call them that. That's cool.
0: Spooky yard dolls. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. <laughs> Halloween soon. Go decorate the yard doll.
0: <laughs> Halloween's like six months away, bitch.
1: <laughs> I know, and counting. Oh, you think they'll be trick or treating this year? I don't know. Uh,
0: Depends on uh, how swiftly this coronavirus moves.
1: Yeah. Oh well.
0: Yeah. bound to happen. It's been about a hundred years since we had another. World changing event.
1: Yeah. Could you imagine the money we'll save on candy?
0: We'll still buy it for ourselves. <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome to Martinis and the Macabre, the podcast where we drunkenly discuss morbid murders, mysteries, and mayhem.
1: Or mayhem.
0: It's not mayhem. It's mayhem. And M A Y H E M Mayhem.
1: You're not yes anding me.
0: Yes and
1: No, fuck you, it's gone.
0: Oh well then fuck you. No fucking. No. F- fuck you. Fuck all the way off.
1: I, I hate it here I'm running away.
0: I'm running away, I'm never coming. Where are you back. going? You gonna social distance while you're on the
1: road? I'm gonna social distance you.
0: Ooh
1: Yeah. I'm gonna go take my car, go buy a yard doll, and hang out with a Sasquatch statue until you wise up and get your shit together.
0: And then I'll be like, oh, he's thinking of me. <laughs> he doesn't want to make me sick. If he was here, I'd smack him in his Bitch-ass face. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, my name's Erica. I'm joined by my husband and co-host Billy. Hey, King of the yard dolls. Yard doll. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we are smack dab in the middle of this whole, uh, pandemic thingy.
1: Coronavirus 2020. Bubble.
0: The Ronas.
1: The Rona. The Rona event. Dim Damn
0: COVIDs.
1: Got a case of the COVIDs.
0: (laughs) So, um, yeah, as you guys know, we had done a Patreon on that, and it sat with me for a few days, and I was like, why are we only sharing this information with some of our listeners? So I apologize, patrons. That is totally me, but I didn't think it was right to only try and educate a certain group of listeners and not everyone if we have information that we can share i think we should share it and if it means pissing a few people off because other people are getting here what i'm only supposed to hear then i'm sorry i'll try we're, and make it up to you we're
1: gonna do another patreon episode so, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah there'll be more but um you know it's a serious thing there's a huge spike getting ready to come and I think it's already hitting New York right now, and a lot of our listeners probably don't live in huge places like New York City, just like we don't, and we have no clue what's in store for us. I mean, at the time we recorded that Patreon, we only had, like, seven cases in our county, and I checked yesterday, and we're up to 36. Yeah. So, I mean, it is multiplying very rapidly. So... I hope you guys did get some information or at least found, you know, the links that we provided to get to those sources so you can be better educated about them. Um, like I said in the show notes, don't take anything that we have said as scientific fact or medical advice. You know, we're just giving our opinions on stuff and giving you the information that we're reading in front of us. So if it made it a little easier for you to maybe look into it, then I'm glad that we did that. Um, So we hope you are all safe and social distancing with your yard dolls and having a jolly old time with the Bigfoots.
1: Only the yard dolls will understand (laughs) stuff out there for a yard doll.
0: So, um, it, since, you know, life as we know it on this earth is seemingly collapsing around us right now. Uh, I thought we'd do something a little lighter this week. Something not quite so (laughs) murdery. Don't laugh at me. (laughs) I thought we would dip our toe back into the mythical creature slash cryptid world. Since we haven't really done so since season two. Monster mash?
1: (laughs) Monsters, you know. Okay, go ahead.
0: Oh, okay. Since we haven't uh, done that since season two when we covered vampires. And although this subject is light... I take it very seriously. You would. There is one mythical creature that reigns over all others in my book, and it's simply because it tastes so damn good. If you are a frequent listener to the show, you should know what powers up Erica go when we record. Of course, I'm talking about the Kraken.
1: Which is totally fine if you want to sponsor the show. (laughs) We won't fucking stop you. She's taking a drink of it now.
0: Now, I don't know how Billy feels about most cryptids other than Bigfoot, which I had that written into our notes, so what you said about the Bigfoot was totally unplanned. That
1: that played in (laughs) perfectly.
0: I know how you feel about Bigfoot. He really wants to cover Bigfoot. I'm not a Bigfoot enthusiast.
1: I'm not either, but it's interesting. Yeah,
0: maybe that can be your episode. I mean, there's no blurry video of a Kraken, you know what I'm saying?
1: Like Bigfoot's kind of the closest thing you'll find to being proven to be real. Not saying it is, but at least they put effort into making videos of it. Sure. I mean, I think there might be a video of like a trooper copper or some shit. Maybe one, two. That's about it. Most of them are just dogs with mange.
0: Well, if you would like to cover Bigfoot, Billy, you can do that. Okay. <laughs> Cause you've been saying for a couple years now, I'm gonna do an episode. I'm
1: gonna. You'll. I will, and you'll see. Like I'll. I'm just gonna drop it on you. other like, you're like, oh man. Like, you're going to start doing the episode, and i am like, and now it's time for Billy's episode. And you're going to be like, bitch, I did all the notes, and I did all... What? Like, you didn't kid that told me this?
0: <laughs> so, I personally feel that most are just mistaken identities, despite how fascinating their lore is. And the Kraken probably falls into that category as well. But it is probably the most accurate misidentification of an actual living creature compared to most other creatures in the cryptid world. I would hope that with the lore and books and movies and the many pictures we have shared on social media of my Kraken and Cokes that I drink, that most of you at least have an idea of what the Kraken is. And I really didn't know much about the folklore myself when I jumped into the research because... I just really love Kraken and rum. And you really any, do.
1: You really enjoy it. If
0: anyone works for the Kraken rum company, you should really sponsor us because I heavily recommend it outside of the podcast and my daily life as well, even to complete strangers at times. So she yeah. has
1: stopped children at Walmart and was like, Have you tried cracking? And the mom's like, Get away from my kid. And then you're like, And then
0: I bust her in the face with the bottle. And, and
1: then you say, Release the Kraken, bitch. And then you punch her in the face.
0: Yeah. And I pour the rum down the kid's throat. Not really. None of that is true or yeah. accurate.
1: Yeah. Uh, Guys from Kraken, if you're listening, just don't forget. About I don't that abuse part.
0: children. No. <laughs> so okay, and she
1: does, just not for the sake of your product.
0: No. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: We're responsible.
0: Air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so enough rambling. Those that don't know, the Kraken is a legendary mythological creature from Scandinavian folklore.
1: Yeah, See, the first I ever heard of it was on um, Clash of the Titans. Mm-hmm. That's the first I ever heard of it. Well, and
0: I figure even if you don't know kind of what it is, if you've seen that movie... Or know of the references to that movie. You kind of have an idea of what it is. The thing
1: is, is the movie, even the remake, it looks nothing like how the Kraken is portrayed. All you can gather from both of it is that it comes from water. Yeah,
0: it's just just a giant sea monster. A big thing that's in water.
1: Although, Uh, the remake of Clash of Titans, that Kraken, looks dope as shit.
0: (laughs) Well, in Scandinavian folklore, uh, it's considered a massive cephalopod that inhabits the ocean off the coasts of Norway and Greenland. And a cephalopod is defined as a predatory mollusk, such as an octopus or squid. Though the earliest descriptions of the creature described it as more crab-like, with long spindly legs. Do
1: you think it had pinchers?
0: <laughs>
1: Usually spindly legs, you know, in water.
0: I didn't see anything that you said pinchers.
1: It'd be some big-ass pinchers. Just,
0: like, gross, Ew. jointed legs. Centipede legs, Erica. Shut the fuck up, Billy. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> shit got real. <laughs> I don't I do not do centipedes. I can handle bees and spiders and all that other shit. Fucking centipede? Uh-uh. Centip- One ran at me a few weeks ago in the bathroom, and it's taken me until just this week to go in that bathroom to piss.
1: Yeah. It's rough. The, yeah. Uh, with me, it's centipedes, and... Water bugs. I don't
0: even know that I know what a water bug looks like. They're creepy. You're creepy. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Saw a centipede running down the wall in the bathroom where I get ready in the morning, and I was like, uh, "Okay." I oh, was, oh,
1: and this on this morning, that is when she learned she is scared of centipedes.
0: I knew I didn't like them. I didn't know I had an out and out phobia,
1: debilitating fear. Yes. Of, yeah.
0: Because I was already undressed. And I was getting ready to put my uniform on to go to work. And so I was standing on my old clothes. And I thought, okay, if I'm standing on these, I can get dressed. It's not going to run at me and get in these clothes. It'll go back up the wall. It'll fucking go away. The fucker ran out of nowhere. I didn't even see where he came from. Ran right at me. And I jumped and screamed like a bitch.
1: I'm surprised I didn't wake up.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised too. It was bad. It, was, it got goosebumps. Ooh, no, let's stop it. Stop it. Stop yeah, it.
1: It's, it's weird. Let's change the subject about this horrifying, big, huge fucking monster.
0: Yeah. Whoa. Okay.
1: Watch what I see on, on, on Facebook. It's not, it's all of the listeners, there's going to be listeners like, I'm with Erica with centipedes. Fuck them. Yeah, I can see you now. Yeah, don't you dare. I can see I, now.
0: There's some of you, you're going to be dickbags, and you're going to post pictures of centipedes, and I'm not going to like it.
1: I will. <laughs> I'll enjoy it.
0: I can even handle millipedes, but a centipede—the ones with the long, skinny legs.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
0: Mm. Okay. So yeah, it originally started as being like crab-like, and it was only through time that it began to be described as appearing more octopus or squid-like. The difference between those real sea animals and the kraken is that the kraken is fucking ginormous, with some legends saying it was the length of ten ships, which you can kind of guesstimate, I guess, because every ship is a different length, but others measuring it a mile and a half in width. In width? that's With its legs outstretched. That's fucking ginormous. That's a bit too big.
1: That's one of those things where it's like if you took it out of the ocean, the sea level would drop
0: yeah. a bit. It was so big that it was said to be mistaken for an island or a series of smaller islands if it was resting on the surface of the water. It was said to terrorize sailors, reaching its huge tentacles up from the waters below their ships, wrapping them around the masts and the hull, and pulling the ship underwater. The sailors on board would either be eaten by the giant creature, or would drown in the giant whirlpool that the Kraken would form as it pulled its massive body back under the surface. So dense that it made a fucking whirlpool, that fucking big. Uh,
1: okay, so if there's a kraken, that means it had to have been born, which means there had to be at least two kraken that fucked.
0: We will get into that. That's huge. I mean, we're not going to get into the the physics of kraken fucking, but I mean, if you want, we well, can we, we can cr- take a guess.
1: When a kraken loves another kraken, they lay down and they hug in a special way.
0: Okay. All those fucking sexy legs. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> this got weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, you mispronounced the word
0: hot. H-A-W-T.
1: So hot. fucking hot.
0: I can't even. Legs. <laughs> the look on your face.
1: It's turning into a lisp. Legs.
0: Legs. It's hot. Huh.
1: Hoist it. So fucking hot.
0: You your fucking face. Oh my god, my stomach hurts. <sighs> Already. <laughs> stop.
1: You stop.
0: <laughs> Quit making eye contact with me. It's weird.
1: It's not weird, it's hot.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Did you know the Kraken is in Mortal Kombat XL? I did not. As a stage fatality, you uppercut it.
0: Oh, that's right. And, and, and
1: then it comes. You uppercut a person, and it comes out of the water and grabs you and pulls you under. Yeah. Oh no! First, it squeezes you. The tentacle squeezes you so tight it like makes you blow up. Like your legs and arms and head fall off, and, pew, and it sucks everything down.
0: That's how I want to go out. <laughs> <laughs> Pop me like a pimple, baby. <laughs>
1: She died. she died the way she lived, taking down Kraken.
0: <laughs> Ain't going to be the fucking Rona's, that's for sure. You're going
1: to be killed by Kraken, your last words, are you? I dripped this!
0: <laughs> I've been waiting my whole life.
1: Remember Archer?
0: <laughs> this is like what the Gypsy Woman said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I mentioned that this monster hails from Scandinavian folklore, But stories of huge sea creatures with multiple arms, heads, or horns existed even back in ancient times. There is the Greek legend of a massive creature called the Scylla, for example, which had six heads. Odysseus had to sail past this beast during his travels. But we're not focusing on ancient Greece today, we're going to focus on the actual kraken that was said to dwell near the Nordic countries. Our English word kraken comes from the modern Scandinavian languages and thus comes from the Old Norse word cracky. I think. K R A K I. Makes sense. Crack eye? Crack eye. Kraki. Crack-ey? In Norwegian and Swedish it means an unhealthy animal or something twisted, which is fitting either way. It yeah. should have just been like an and or <laughs> Yeah. yeah there it's, you a fucking, go. it's a fucking thing. It's an unhealthy animal and it's twisted because it's got fucking legs for days. And like I said before, it originally was described as looking more like a huge crab and eventually changed into looking like a huge octopus. It's quite possible that somewhere down the line a sailor had the rare occasion to see a giant squid or a colossal squid and mistook it for being the fabled kraken and the lore just continued on from there. And just for visualization purposes, those are the two largest known species of squid, and they can grow to the length of thirty to forty feet, which ain't no fucking joke.
1: Yeah, saw a picture of one. I think um, they're huge. Last year, or the year before, someone caught one, and I, I think if I'm not mistaken, like they didn't even mean to catch it. I think they were just, you know, the the fishermen that just laid down the net, you know, and they pulled their net up and they got mm-hmm. that.
0: Yeah, because they don't typically come up to you know the surface water very often they're a very deep sea creature but yeah their tentacles they have i I don't know if anyone's ever looked into the difference between like an octopus and squid octopus kind of have that rounded head squid have the longer head with like like a fin on the top
1: kind of tubular
0: yeah it looks like a fucking penis
1: yeah yeah really
0: and They have eight tentacles, but then they also have two longer tentacles that they use to, like, grab stuff and bring it in so they can eat it.
1: So they have eight legs and two arms, essentially.
0: Basically. Okay. So, the kraken was written about by the anonymous author of the old Norwegian natural history work called something like Sounds.
1: I'll take it.
0: Konungsugskja. Bless you. Thank you around the year 1250, after he returned from Greenland. The author postulated that there were likely only two in existence, citing that from observations and alleged sightings, they had only ever been seen in the same area of the Greenland Sea, and there had never been an increase in their numbers. I'd be inclined to say that if there were two, and they couldn't procreate like they were of the same sex, then there most likely had originally been more, and they were moving toward extinction.
1: Why hasn't a kraken ever floated ashore? A dead one, you know what
0: I mean? Well, that's what I'm saying. If this is back <clears> in 1250, <throat> and he's saying there's only two, they probably, if that's true...
1: Then we should see the remains of a Kraken somewhere.
0: No, we wouldn't. Why? they They went extinct... 800
1: years ago. Yeah, but sort of dinosaurs are still and fall bones. to the
0: bottom of the ocean? We can't get to the bottom of the ocean.
1: Yet. <laughs> God willing.
0: I'm just saying, in theory, if that's what he's <laughs> saying, he really believes there's only two, then those are the last two on Earth, and they died out, then that makes sense why for the last 800 years we haven't, you know, seen any. We need to
1: Jurassic Park that shit. Actually, no. We should probably leave it alone.
0: Jurassic Park should have taught you that, Billy. Yeah. But then they made more movies. They didn't learn. They didn't learn. I
1: haven't seen the new ones. I haven't either. I saw this meme. It was really funny. Like, scientists are discovering a way to bring back dinosaurs. Like Somebody commented, there there are literally three movies explaining why this is a horrible idea. Yeah,
0: it's gone. There's a reason why it's gone. We're
1: not supposed to hang out together. It's
0: not adaptable to this environment.
1: Yeah, they can't use Twitter.
0: (laughs) Tweet that. On the twats. <laughs>
1: Hashtag. No dinosaurs. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Hashtag we're dead. <laughs>
1: Hashtag we tried.
0: Stuck around for a long while.
1: Hashtag help us, Jeff Goldberg.
0: Alright, so, like I said, I'd be inclined to say if, if he was accurate and correct, and there were only two, then they probably went extinct shortly after that.
1: Um. Literally went the way of the dodo.
0: Yeah. So, in this writing, he wrote, in part, quote,
1: This fish is fucking huge.
0: (laughs) There is a fish that is still unmentioned, which is scarcely advisable to speak about on account of its size, because it will seem to most people incredible. There are only a very few who can speak upon it clearly, because it is seldom near land, nor appears where it may be seen by fishermen.
1: Those people are locked up in nuthouses, and they're rocking back and forth, holding their knees because...
0: No one believes they, them.
1: They saw it, and they're not the same.
0: <laughs> and I suppose there are not many of this sort of fish in the sea. Most often in our tongue, we call it half-goofa. 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 half <laughs> mm-hmm. Nor can I conclusively speak about its length in L's, because the times he has shown before men, he has appeared more like land than a fish. Neither have I heard that one had been caught or found dead. Now, I'm not exactly sure how many versions of the old Icelandic sage Orvar Odur there are, but the late 13th century version includes the telling of a journey of a group through the Greenland Sea. They spotted two huge sea creatures they called Havgava, that, that That's a good one. As the previous writer did, which means sea mist a.k.a. the Kraken, and Lingbecker which means heatherback. The fuck and is a heatherback? I, I apologize for all of these words that I don't know how to pronounce. Heatherback, like the, the heather color, like a grayish color. Oh, It'll make sense you. here in a minute. The author wrote, quote, Now I will tell you that there are two sea monsters. One is called the Hafkafa, another Lingbecker. It the Lingbaker, is the largest whale in the world. So, heatherback, gray, whale. But the hafkafa is the largest monster in the sea. It is the nature of this creature to swallow men and ships, and even whales and everything else within reach. It stays submerged for days, then rears its head and nostrils above surface, and stays that way at least until the change of tide. Now, the sound we just sailed through was the space between its jaws, and its nostrils and lower jaw were those rocks that appeared in the sea, while the Langbaker was the island we saw sinking down. However, Ogman Tussock has sent these creatures to you by means of his magic to cause the death of you, Odd, and all your men. I have no fucking clue what he's referring to here, and I wasn't about to take time to look it up, but evidently he thought it was some magic shit.
1: You know... I get it. If you can't explain it, that's usually where your head goes. You know, like, if it's something that's considered, like, supernatural, then that's something that's above nature that you can't explain, so you would just classify it as that. hmm Like, what is that? I have no clue. Is there a book about it? No. Well, then it's from the devil.
0: Yeah, he's like, they're sending it to you with magic to kill you.
1: <laughs> he probably said that because somebody asked him, like, where would it come from? He's like, I don't fucking... Magic that a, a wizard did it. I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's huge. We, can we can we all agree it's huge?
0: Quote, he thought more men would have gone the same way as those that had already drowned, i.e. the Lingbaker, which wasn't an island and sank, and he expected that the Heifkifa would have swallowed us all. Today I sailed through its mouth because I knew that it had recently surfaced. End quote. Swedish writer Olas Magnus wrote of another creature in 1555, which he described as having, quote, sharp and long horns round about, like a tree root up by the roots. They are 10 or 12 cubits long, very black with huge eyes, end quote. Cubits? And I did look up how long a cubit is because I I assumed that Billy would ask. It is defined as a length, quote, From your elbow to your fingertip, right? Generally taken as equal to 18 inches or 457 millimeters, And it was based on the length of the arm from the elbow to the tip of the middle finger. What did I say? And was considered the equivalent of six palms or two spans. I wasn't going to ask what it was. I already knew. In some ancient cultures, it was as long as 21 inches. So anywhere from 18 to 21 inches.
1: Like in the Bible, they mention it about the measurements of the Mm ark of how many cubits long. And do you know what measurement is called hands? What is used for?
0: Horses. Horses. We've been over this.
1: Nah, hands, cubits. I knew what a cubit was.
0: Well, I figured that was something you'd put me on the spot about.
1: Oh, so I looked it up. But <laughs> good
0: initiative, but no, I, I, I knew. The word Kraken was first used in print to describe these sea monsters in 1735 by another famous Swede called Carl von Lynn or Carolus Linnaeus. So I don't know if that's just a different spelling and pronunciation in different languages but I saw his name listed as both. He wrote the first edition of a systemic natural catalog called Systema Natura in which he wrote about the beast and gave it the scientific name Microcosmus. This name was removed from later editions for unclear reasons. Mm. Probably because he wasn't a scientist and he was an author and he was just like, that's what I'm gonna name it. The Bishop of Bergen, Eric... Pontopidan, Pontopidan, Pontopidan. hmm mm-hmm. Wrote extensively about the kraken in the 1752 book. Forgive the pronunciation.
1: Yeah. Oh God. Let that rip, Erica. Go ahead.
0: Det forst forsag på Norges naturlig historie.
1: That was actually pretty fucking good.
0: Or the first attempt at a natural history of Norway. Should've is Norway, just said that.
1: Is Norway so mysterious? as a book called... All right, we're going to try.
0: <laughs> he described the danger to sailors from the creature's whirlpool that would be created as they descended back into the deep ocean waters. He claimed it was, quote, incontestably the largest sea monster in the world, end quote, and said it had a width of one and a half miles. He also noted that it had starfish-like protuberances and wrote, quote, it seems these are the creature's arms, and, it is said, if they were to lay hold of the largest man-of-war, they would pull it down to the bottom, end quote. And if you don't a know, the man-of-war is big. It's similar to a giant jellyfish, but it's not classified as a jellyfish. Yeah. It has venomous tentacles that can grow to a length of anywhere from 10 to 30 meters long. So, I think the top length I saw was 98 feet. So almost 100 feet long. 30 meters. Fucking big. <laughs> it was said that sailors could tell when the Kraken was approaching the surface of the water because there would be a slew of bubbles coming up from deep underwater and then hundreds or thousands of fish would rise to just below the surface as they tried to escape the beast. But Pontopadan Pontapadan... I I'm wondering... Hippopotamus...
1: I'm wondering. You said man of war. Mm-hmm. I thought it was something different.
0: No Portuguese man of war.
1: That's what the the reference was. Mm-hmm. to? Okay, you know yeah.
0: that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Because there is a ship called man of war. No, no, no. Because you get that's like, that's a class of ship. They got freighter and tug, but and you know, all that stuff. And there's a man of war, which is the one that has like five decks of cannons. And that's no, a big it says
0: ship. if they were to lay hold of the largest man of war, they <clears> would pull <throat> it down to the bottom. And I believe that's in reference to the Portuguese man of war. Okay. So all these fish they would see pop up to like the surface of the water because they were trying to get away from the kraken. But Pontapadan said that some Norwegian fishermen were bold enough to risk fishing in these areas as the catch would be plentiful. You know, if a suction cup tentacle didn't wrap around you and drag you down into the cold ocean and eat you. But yay fish!
1: Yeah like if you killed a kraken and ate it like you would cure like most world hunger <laughs> <laughs> like you couldn't eat it in time for it to not rot no they're It'd be that big. they're
0: fishing for fish
1: no i'm just saying i'm just saying if you caught a kraken
0: mm-hmm.
1: first of all how do you catch that but like if if you were to eat a cra- like that would like, how many people would a kraken feed
0: well it depends on how big you believe it is
1: Never mind, then. I'm, I'm thinking about like the biggest it could be, and that's what I'm going off of.
0: A mile and a half wide is the biggest I saw. Yeah. That's fucking huge. You could
1: probably feed all of Indiana.
0: Probably more than that.
1: Yeah. Wow. Okay.
0: I don't think they had nearly as large a serving size back then. Cracking Taco Tuesday. <laughs> Sounds delicious. Do I get to drink? You get the drink Kraken. Yay! And Kraken tacos. Uh, it seems that Swedish authors were all over the market of writing about the Kraken in the 1700s because we've got another one here. Jacob Wallenberg wrote Minson på Pagelion, or My Son on the Galley, in 1781. A portion reads, Kraken, also called the crabfish, which is not that huge for heads and tails counted, he is no larger than our Oland is wide, i.e. less than 16 kilometers. So, okay, I've got to pause there for a second because I had to stop and get a point of reference for the size he is speaking of. Oland is the second largest, and I hope I'm pronouncing that right, bleh, bleh. Oland is the second largest Swedish island, and he is saying it is 16 kilometers wide. For us non-metric people, that means it is almost 10 miles wide. So I'm guessing he's being a little tongue-in-cheek when he's saying, Oh, it's not that big. It's no longer than 10 fucking miles across. Just wanted to point that out. That's okay.
1: fucking huge.
0: He continued. Quote, He stays at the seafloor, constantly surrounded by innumerable small fishes who serve as his food and are fed by him in return. For his meal, if I remember correctly, what e-pantapadon writes... Bless you. Tapadon!
1: This sounds like a dish. <laughs> e papatam Rare.
0: ...lasts no longer than three months, and another three are then needed to digest it. His excrements nurture in the following an army of lesser fish... And for this reason, Fisherman Plum, after his resting place, gotta jump in again here. He is saying the Kraken sits around eating for three months, and then it takes three months for his meal to digest.
1: I could get that seeing how food it needs to travel through the digestive system if he's ten miles.
0: But then he's saying that the fish follow the Kraken around so they can eat its nutritional shit they're drawn to. Yeah, you heard it right. His excrements nurture in the following an army of lesser fish. He feeds his prey with his shit. Okay, let's finish off this portion of his writing. Quote, Gradually, Kraken ascends to the surface, and when he is at 10 to 12 fathoms, the boats had better move out of his vicinity as he will shortly thereafter burst up like a floating island, spurting water from his dreadful nostrils and making ring waves around him which can reach many miles. Could one doubt that this is the Leviathan of Job? End quote.
1: The fuck is that?
0: Leviathan of Job is, because I looked this up too, it's like a sea serpent in Jewish folklore, religion. Oh. But there have been many stories of ships being attacked by a kraken, or some other extremely large similar sea monster. The ships disappear or pieces of their shattered remains are found later. Many feel that these have been interactions with giant squids that were mistaken for a kraken. And it's felt that it's more likely giant squids as opposed to giant octopi, because squids tend to be more aggressive than octopi and are more likely to travel close to the water surface they are known to eat fish, other squid, so they got some cannibals up in that shit, and possibly even some sharks or whales. So
1: pretty much anything. Yeah. It'll, it'll be pretty much anything. Mhm. Including people. Yep. Man.
0: It's believed that due to the size they may be able to take on comparably sized whales. There's actually a diorama in the Hall of Ocean Life in the American Museum of Natural History depicting this scenario. It's actually a sperm whale that has some size on the squid, but you can find pictures of the diorama online if you want to check it out. I want to check it out. It's neat. Dioramas are fun. And because of their shape and their tendency to be jerks, I'm declaring them the dicks of the sea. And that's a bold claim coming from a woman who drinks the Kraken. I'm just talking about these fucking squids.
1: Oh. Well, okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, they're saying that it's mistaken squid being declared a kraken. And because they look like a dick, and they're big fucking bullies picking on the whales and shit, they're the dicks of the sea. Yeah. I'm calling it now.
1: You tell America.
0: Hey, dick, eat a bag of dicks, you fucking squid.
1: You can't do anything. We're on land. Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Yeah.
0: Fucking squid. That's my new insult. Fucking squid.
1: That's an insult to people in the Navy. Really? Yeah.
0: Fucking dick of the sea. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm calling them. Anyway, back to alleged kraken attacks on ships. There were actually at least three claims in the 1930s, so less than 100 years ago, of ships being attacked by them. But with the advent of propellers on ships, the squids did not fare well as they were sucked into the rotating blades. But the fact that they attempted to attack at all seems to imply that maybe they were mistaking ships for whales.
1: It could happen. Sharks mistake people for
0: um, seals when they're on surfboards. Mm-hmm. So. If that's the case, then that reaffirms to me that they just wanted to pick a fight, making them the dicks of the sea. Yet again. They're bullies.
1: They, they really are. They really are.
0: This is a no-tolerance zone.
1: Zero tolerance. Fucking bullies. Yeah.
0: Bully dicks of the sea.
1: You're looking You're looking at the microphone. Bully
0: like, dicks of the sea?
1: Like you're really addressing them as if they understand English or are anywhere near us.
0: Bully dicks of the sea?
1: Now the neighbors think we're, okay. Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> just go right at, oh, fuck, I give up. What
0: do you want me to look at, Billy? Nothing.
1: Just keep. Just continue, <laughs> Erica.
0: You tell me not to look at the microphone, so I look elsewhere, and you're like, no, the neighbors.
1: What? She's, Erica's going to do this shit, and it's like she's a cup of water. Dicks in the sea. Why are you doing that? It's water. That's where they live. That's what you wanted, right?
0: I'm going to throw it in your face.
1: Wow. (laughs) (laughs) That's cold.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you couldn't even hold that one together. hot. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Uh
1: Not.
0: Uh-uh. 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 Okay,
1: let's quit making stupid (laughs) sounds.
0: Now, because of the extreme depths of the ocean that we have been unable to explore... Yet we really have no idea what other creatures could be sharing this world with us underwater. Maybe there really are these massive, beastly squid-octopus-like animals. Maybe they don't come up to the surface anymore because of global warming and water temps being too warm near the surface. Maybe they used to be here, but have gone extinct since they were first written about in the 1200s.
1: Maybe it's a... they have a very weird like hibernation
0: could be we have no fun clue but there may actually be a tiny clue that the kraken did used to live and we got to remember there's not nearly as many ships just floating around the ocean as there used to be that's how they like transported stuff before we had planes yeah so i mean the chances are even less likely to see one now because there's a lot less ship travel. Yeah. Unless it's a cruise.
1: Less traffic.
0: So, yeah. There may actually be a tiny clue that the Kraken did used to live. Ichthyosaur bones have been discovered in patterns similar to the way that octopuses place the bones of their meals. Ichthyosaurs are large extinct marine reptiles that lived in the ocean. Just so you know. The rib cage of one that was discovered Show signs of constriction, as if a large tentacle was wrapped around it, fracturing the ribs. Some ichthyosaurs were as long as thirty feet, so it would take a very large cephalopod of any kind to catch it, crush it, and then eat it.
1: That's it. I'm convinced they're real.
0: Could be. All I know is it tastes fucking delicious. So, do you guys think the Kraken is real? Or that it ever could have existed? Or do you think all of the tales of these aggressive creatures are just run-ins with a giant squid or octopus that have been heavily exaggerated? We'd love to hear what you think about it. And I'd love to hear what you guys think of Kraken Rum if you had it. Because it's fucking delicious.
1: You are a fan.
0: It's the only alcohol I drink. It is. So, hit us up on Facebook and Instagram at Martinis and the Macabre, and our Facebook fan page, Friends Who Like Martinis and the Macabre. You can also follow us on Twitter at martini underscore macabre, and feel free to post whatever you like, funny to morbid to fucking krakens and please share. That's the easiest and totally free way to help us out, just by spreading the word. If you want to go a step further, then please get on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Basically anywhere you can leave a rating or review, singing our praises, and giving us five stars. That's just a suggestion. We're not demanding. It'd be very much appreciated.
1: It'd be cool as shit.
0: We would love you. Forever and ever. I love you anyway. And don't forget, if you send us a snapshot of your review, we will send you a sticker. And if you've already left a review but haven't sent us a pic, you can still do that and get a sticker, even if the review's old. And if you want to go balls to the wall and financially support the show, you can make a one-time donation in the amount of your choosing via our PayPal link at the bottom of the homepage on our website, martinisandthemacab.com, or you can set up a pledge for monthly donations through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Even a $1 pledge gets you access to our patron-only audio each month and a shout-out on the show, And for just a few dollars more, you can get some exclusive goodies. There's absolutely no pressure. I know a lot of people can't work right now. They don't have money coming in. It's fine. We are not worried about it. If you have to stop your Patreon, take care of your family, do that. We are not concerned about that. We totally get it. So no pressure.
1: We're more concerned about you guys.
0: Exactly. No pressure whatsoever. Just have to say it because it's kind of this thing we do at the end.
1: And we're nice people, believe it or not.
0: If you've stuck by and still stayed on the Patreon, you guys are awesome, but no pressure. If you got to drop out next month, totally get it. So, yes, everything that you guys give us is not expected. You don't have to do it, but it's hugely appreciated. Thank you to all past patrons, and especially our current patrons, Kirsten, R. baller, yo. Hi. We love you.
1: Sending hugs.
0: And kisses. From answers. six feet away. Yeah. <laughs> Bridget, Caroline, Chelsea, Christina, Cooper, Donald, Belfast Grace, Jennifer, Kate, Kim, Christy, Kristen, Lady Danger, Marie Maxime, Martha, Molly, Monica, and Veronica. You awesome snuggle bunnies have our undying love. Yes, you do. For any questions, comments, or topic suggestions, shoot us an email at martinisandthemacab at gmail.com or you can use the contact page on the website. Also on the website, you can find a bio about us, a complete episode catalog that you can binge, and all of the music created by Minimus Noah that we use at the end of each episode. And I was mistaken last episode when I said I was out of regular length tracks. I actually still had one or two. I didn't realize I did. And he just sent me a new one last week called Mizugoru which he released on March 27th. So, it's brand new, fresh out of the package, and that will be the selection for the end of this episode. I know I usually don't have one in mind before the end of an episode, but it's a brand new one. You guys will get to hear it. And don't forget, you can also find all of his released music on Spotify, iTunes, and many other platforms as well. So, please go check them out and give him some love. That about wraps it up. Once again, thanks for listening. Stay safe. Stay smart. Social distance. Isolate at home. Wear your scarves over your face. Whatever you gotta do. We want you guys to be safe. Alright, Snuggle Bunnies. We love you. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
1: stop
0: <laughs> quit making eye contact with me it's weird
1: it's not weird as hot. <sighs>